Hi guys, welcome aboard flight number one of the Landing Lips podcast. My name is Charlie and I'm going to be your flight lead on today's flight. I am so excited to be sitting down to film my very first podcast episode. Welcome to Landing Lips. You guys have no idea how excited I am to be doing this with you guys. Just a little about me. My name is Charlie. I'm a 25 year old flight attendant. I'm based in Boston, Massachusetts, but I'm from a very small town in Alabama and I have a YouTube channel, which If you're listening to this in podcast form, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. But I also have it available on my YouTube channel in video format as well. So either way, whether you're listening or watching on YouTube, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for just giving me this opportunity to connect with more people in a different way. So yeah, welcome to my podcast. I do want to say that my podcast is going to be a little different from my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is about me. But I feel like this podcast is going to be for us. I'm going to be reading stories from online that you guys have sent in. We're going to be talking back and forth. I actually have a couple of people watching live that I sent a live link to because I just I just love you guys. And I really wanted some of my core subscribers to be able to watch this live and to give me feedback and tell me what you guys think. So whether you're listening to this or watching online, please don't forget to like like if you're watching on YouTube. Give me five stars if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Just thank you so much. Be sure to give me good feedback. If you do not want to give me five stars, here's what I need you to do. I need you to email me at landinglipspod at gmail.com. Tell me why you don't want to give me five stars. Give me time to fix it. And then I want you to go back and give me those five stars anyways. Because this is my very first podcast episode and I am very nervous. But I would love, love, love to make this even better for you guys. Okay. So, Landing Lips Podcast. This podcast is going to consist of four different segments that I cannot wait to get into with you guys. Number one is going to be our pre-flight check-in. Number two is going to be our galley gossip segment. Then we're going to have our taking flight topic. And then we're going to do a very quick flight attendant tip of the day. I am so excited you guys. (laughs) Let's get started. So my pre-flight check-in. Every good flight attendant knows as soon as you start you do your pre-flight checks. You check the plane. You make sure everything where it needs to be. You see all the good things and bad things from the last flight and you just check the safety and security of the aircraft and that's what my pre-flight check-in is going to be. It's going to be any updates of my life letting you guys know what's going on. And this is also going to feature a high-low, which was an idea that I got from my friend Morgan. Just giving y'all a little high and low of the last trip I worked. So this is just a little intro to welcome you guys back. So my pre-flight check-in for this week. I just got off the best trip ever. Honestly, I just got back from Rome. It was beautiful. It was my second time there. I had an amazing crew. Any other updates in my life? I'm dating again. We can talk about that in a future video. We're just now getting to know each other on this forum. So we can go into that in a different in a different podcast. Y'all don't want to hear about my pathetic dating life, I'm sure. And honestly, mentally, I've just been doing really, really good. Settled into my apartment here in Dallas. I'm making friends, I'm going out, I'm having fun, and I'm honestly back to loving being a flight attendant again, which is good because I've had some struggles over the last couple of months. So my high-low, my high, the crew that I had in Rome was absolutely amazing. We went out, we had so much fun. So that was the high of the trip. Now it's time for my low. I missed my van time. The number one thing 
that I've been trying not to do as a flight attendant was miss my van. That is the biggest fear of flight attendants all over the world and your girl did it. Okay, to be fair, I got food poisoning when I was in Rome. Food was good, something happened though. <laughs> And I was trying to call out of the trip because I was just blowing chunks. Honestly, it was absolutely disgusting. So I was trying to call out, be like, y'all, I don't think I can do this. I fell asleep in the bathroom in Rome, in my hotel room on the floor while I was on hold with crew scheduling. When I, By the time I woke up, I had missed my van, which I wasn't really worried about the van time because I knew I was going to call out because I knew how sick I was and I had already talked to the flight leader. They didn't answer. I was on hold for over six hours and they didn't answer because we were in IROPS back in America. Like I said, I was in Rome. So yeah. So technically I hadn't called out on my trip. So I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, get up, get it together. So then one of my crew members calls, one of the amazing crew members I just told you about and said, hey girl, the flight, the person wants to know if you're coming on this trip. And I said, what? No, I thought they told her already. And then I remembered, no girl, you fell asleep before they answered the phone. You technically didn't call out. So I'm like, I'll make it to the airport. So I'm busting my butt. Still sick, by the way, throwing up while I'm on the phone with them, telling them, okay, I'll just meet y'all there. I'm trying to call out, but they still hadn't answered. And we're at like the seven hour mark at this point. I get a taxi, the taxi from the hotel in Rome to FCO airport literally costs 70 bucks before tip. I, oh my gosh, I get to the airport and nothing's in English. No one's willing to help me. I'm in uniform, so I can't go through regular security or it's still going to take me like three hours because the international flight and time's ticking down. And I'm just so nervous, you guys. I'm so scared because the taxi can't take me to where all the other flight crews go into the special entrance. So I luckily I meet this red coat for my airline. This person, this like special gate agent is what I'll just describe her as and she speaks English thank God because none of the signs were in English and she was able to take me through some weird security and I made it onto the flight oh luckily they had minimum crew so I didn't hold anything up but I'm still waiting to hear back what my FSM is gonna say about that situation I didn't get in trouble he said he understands I had the screenshot of me talking to the people I'm supposed to talk to when I'm supposed to call out and I had the screenshot of me being on hold and I told my purser so I think my butt's covered, but I'm still kind of scared about that one. But that was my low of my trip. It was so scary when I found out I missed that van. Also, anytime you work an international trip, you're supposed to get a wake up call. Now, I don't know if I just didn't hear it because I was blowing chunks or asleep in the bathroom floor or they didn't give me one. But either way, I didn't wake up on time. Okay, that was our pre-flight check-in. That was our high low. I hope you guys enjoyed that little story time because I'm getting anxiety just thinking about it. Next, we're going to get into our galley gossip segment. Ooh, you guys. One thing about Miss Charlie here is I love some tea. And aviation tea is the best tea. So, galley gossip. In this segment, we're going to talk about aviation tea, pop culture, TV, anything that flight attendants would talk about in the back galley. This is what we're going to discuss. Now, I asked you guys on my Instagram to send me some stories of what you would like to cover. And y'all sent me three that I thought were really good that I'm going to mention. Another thing I want to say, there's nothing going on pop culture TV wise that I want to talk about because this is filmed in advance. And I know the tea's not going to be hot anymore. I wanted to talk about the Carly Russell case because I actually know her. She's from Alabama. She's this girl who said she was missing. She wasn't really missing. Google it. Actually, I'm sure you've heard of it by now. But since that's old news, we're going to talk about these three aviation stories that you guys sent in. 
one thing I'm going to say is I'm not saying any airlines name in this segment, but I'm going to use little nicknames that I see online and I'm sure y'all going to know exactly which airlines I'm talking about. Okay, the first story that was sent in, and if you want to send some stories in the future, just message me on my flight attendant Instagram, Charlie Takes Flight, or send me an email, landingglipspod at gmail.com. It'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the description box if you're watching this on YouTube. Headline number one, comedian asks love airline pilot if he's drunk. So I'm going to try to summarize this story. A passenger comes on board. This passenger happens to be a comedian. The only reason why we even know about the story is because he posted it on his TikTok. So I guess he thought that it was still funny or he wanted clout from it. I'm not really sure. Long story short, passenger asks, are you the pilot of this flight? The captain says yes. And then the passenger asks, have you been drinking or anything? The captain says, that is the stupidest effing thing you could say. The passenger says, I'm just joking around. So they go back and forth i'm not joking i'm it's a joke calm down blah 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 and the captain literally says i can kick you off right now the passenger still trying to let him know this is a joke the captain says you don't do that i do this for a living i don't go to your work and start crap with you basically now the passenger says at the end and this is all the passengers account very one-sided story i'm sorry i offended you i understand now, at first, I thought, okay, Captain, you're going a little hard. It was just a joke. Haha. Ha. They make dumb jokes at us all the time. And then I thought about it. This is how rumors start. You can't ask if a pilot is drunk because what if another passenger only heard you asked that, didn't hear the rest of the conversation, or either they understand that it was a joke, and by the time they tell the story to the person sitting next to them on the plane, they say, that passenger just asked if the pilot was drunk. That person might not take it as, haha, he just asked him that as a joke. They may take it as, why would he ask that? Did he smell beer on his breath? Did he smell alcohol on his breath? What is it? Like, he has to have, or is he slurring his speech? Like, there must be a reason for why he asked that. So, after I started thinking about it that way, I was like, okay, this is a serious problem. You can't ask the captain that because you don't want anyone on the aircraft misunderstanding the situation. And that is that person's livelihood. And that is very serious in aviation, especially for the people flying the plane at 30,000 feet in the air to not be intoxicated. So for him to say that to the pilot is a big no-no. So that's story number one i guess he thought he ate with that one i don't know why he ended up putting that on tiktok but like i said he's a comedian i looked this dude up let me tell you asking the pilot if he was drunk was not the only unfunny thing this dude has online so comedian big air quotes on that one story number two schmelta airlines tire blows and burst into flames new york post y'all went in with that i'm bursting into flames that sounds a bit much so I feel like I need to start telling these long story shorts a little shorter. We still have a whole entire video to do. A Boeing 757, of course it was, was carrying 190 passengers from Richmond, Virginia to Atlanta, Georgia, when emergency crews were dispatched to the aircraft because of a blown tire. Then the inflatable slides were deployed for passengers to evacuate. So I've seen multiple videos of people making TikToks of this, and I will say, and I'm not biased, but I will say, the flight attendants did that. I'm sure the ground crew did that. I'm sure the pilots did that. I just want to say, outside looking in, them flight attendants did that. They 
first off, I don't know why y'all are recording at a time like this. This person literally recorded themselves going down the slide. But what he also recorded was them flight attendants saying them commands, honey. This is what we're trained for. Y'all think we just look cute and pass out cookies? No, ma'am. No ham. This is what we're trained for. Those flight attendants were saying those commands. I heard one girl say, excuse me, is that your carry-on bag? And... He said, yes. She said, let me help you with it. She grabbed that bag and chunked it in the other direction, which is exactly what I would do. Because when we tell you to leave everything, come this way, leave everything, jump and slide. We need to do those three things that we just said. When you have a big bag that you're probably blocking other people's way, you might bust my slide. And then what? Everybody else can't get off the aircraft because you wanted to bring your bag with you. That's ridiculous. So those flight attendants did such a good job getting everybody to the ground. Now, there's another video, TikTok. I'm going to link all of them in the show notes and in the video description. That was saying this whole plane was, this whole thing has been a wreck. They were already delayed. I'm going to be honest, I didn't look too far into that because, I mean, it was over now and y'all made it safely to the ground. So that's what's up. But one of the girls said, the flight attendant, they told us to leave all of our stuff. They were rushing us out. Honestly, it sounds like they were doing their jobs. And looking at it, there were people helping at the bottom of the slides. The lady in the video also said, come here, come here. They said, get away from the aircraft, which in the commands, you say, you help at the bottom, you help at the bottom, you get people away. It sounds like everybody did their job perfectly. Now it really does suck because I'm sure since they were landing in Atlanta, there were lots of connections. And obviously they had to somehow get their bags back off of the aircraft and make it to the next flight, which is very unfortunate. And it's very unfortunate and a traumatic experience to have an emergency anything happen on a plane. But I'm glad everyone turned out okay. There was only one person. They said they had minor injuries. Okay, you guys, sorry about that. I had some technical difficulties. I had to listen back to the audio because it cut out because my laptop was like, girl, you're doing a lot right now. So everything's good. Basically, just to wrap that story up, I'm glad that everyone ended up being okay. And I'm glad that the cruise training kicked in automatically. It seems like everyone did exactly what they were supposed to do. Just from the outside looking in, like I said, I don't know these flight attendants. I don't know exactly what happened. This is just going by what I can see visually in the TikTok videos. Also, I was listening back to the play. I was listening to the playback to see what the technical difficulty was. And I noticed that I am speaking very, very fast. I am so sorry, you guys. Also, I have these awkward giggles that I just can't get rid of. But I'm going to try to use my best podcast voice. I don't, want to, I don't want this to sound like smooth jazz radio. I want it to sound like me just having a conversation with you guys. But I am sorry that I'm talking so fast. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm not making eye contact with the camera the whole entire time. I am looking down to make sure all of my... Make sure I have the stories that I'm covering and checking my equipment. So that's going to wrap up that second story. We have one more story for galley gossip and then we're going to get into our taking flight topic for the day. Okay, we are on to our third and final story for our galley gossip segment. <sighs> this one's a doozy, you guys. Listen to this name. Passenger on the no fly list due to pasta. Yes, you heard me right, pasta. Globe airline flyer threatened with no fly list over nice gesture from flight attendant. Let's get into it. 
long story super short here's how it went from my understanding of what i'm reading online okay there's this group of flight attendants they were staying on the same flight so basically like a through flight it seems same aircraft same crew different destination they're gonna land in one place and then they're gonna go to another place same aircraft same crew got it cool this passenger happens to be on both of the flights he was in first class on the first flight and he was in the economy plus section so a little bit of a downgrade on the second flight on the first flight there was a catering issue this guy could not get his manicotti pasta they said that he was very nice about it all that sucks i can't get the food that i wanted it's okay life goes on so he doesn't get what he wants in the first flight they land in their destination he deplanes and then he gets back on the aircraft and it's the same crew the same plane and everything so he was joking around with the flight attendants and said i'd love one of those manicotti dishes from first class if there's any left over and then the nice flight attendant said i'll see what i can do he was kind of joking she was kind of joking they were kind of joking got it so he said don't forget about me now don't forget about that pasta and she said i got you i don't know why i gave her that voice that just sounds like how i think she would sound so she did not promise or guarantee anything and he really didn't expect her to bring him anything so the flight lead up front asked the nice flight attendant what was that conversation about and i she told her if there's anything left i told him he could get this we weren't catered right on the last flight and i think this is a good way to basically you know give him the meal that we were supposed to give him last time that he technically paid for it was a catering mistake so she snapped she was very rude to the other flight attendant this is what the story says this is what was what was said she went to the passenger this passenger who has high status on this airline and says this is a policy you're not allowed to eat a first class meal you're an economy boo boo you too broke for this give me back this pasta at this point he doesn't even have the food she just knows this was their conversation okay so about an hour later the nice flight attendant takes him the pasta because it was left over keep in mind it's either going to get thrown away or eaten by the crew it's really one or the other and gives him the pasta thank you so much here you go sorry we couldn't get it to you on the last flight but there you go she handed it to him discreetly smiled and he thanked her he sat there ate his food enjoyed his pasta he said he took the very first bite and then the flight leader was in his face saying i'm gonna write you up for accepting this meal it was your obligation not to accept it you're disobeying my instructions i told you you're gonna be disciplined by the globe airline and you're gonna get put on the no fly list because you are failing to pretty much do what she says power trip much she also said that she talked to the pilot about it and he is also disappointed in this passenger for failing to deny the meal like so the passenger's like it's not that deep the other flight attendant's like it's not that deep and honestly i don't think she talked to the pilot i don't know i don't know this i don't know so that's the story let me tell you what i think about it girl it's not that deep if anything i think the other flight attendant was going above and beyond what she's called to do to be fair if there's nobody who wants this meal it's mine anyways i'm eating it <laughs> so if nobody wanted it and it's my meal i feel like i should be able to give it away now i don't know what my airline's rules are on that so all this is hypothetical you know for legal reasons and hers i don't know what her airline says about it but i just don't think it's that big of a deal i really think it's a good thing I mean, I guess I could be wrong, but it seems like she was just going above and beyond to make sure that this 
customer comes back to fly with the globe airline all right y'all let me know what you think but that was the galley gossip segment let's get on to our taking flight topic the main topic of the podcast okay so about a year ago I uploaded this video called what I wish I knew before I became a flight attendant and this video did really well on my channel. I was actually reached out to by someone who's now my friend. His name is Alexis Martina. He has his own YouTube channel and his own podcast called the rough air podcast. And I talked about it a little on there as well. The things that I wish I had known before I became a flight attendant. And though I think that video was really helpful, it did come off really negative to some people, but that was kind of the point of the video. We see how glamorous this job can be and it definitely has its pros, baby. But I guess it rubs some people the wrong way with how negative it sounded, but that was kind of the point of the video was to show you the downsides. Can you or any other flight attendants tell me what's actually good about this job? Because basically you're saying that this job is so addictive, but what's so addictive about it? Like what are the good parts of the job? I thought it was kind of obvious the pros of being a flight attendant. It seems kind of common sense to me but I guess not so here we go I'm gonna dedicate my first podcast episode to that comment telling you what it's really like to be a flight attendant and giving you the pros and the cons of this job pro number one travel opportunities y'all I get to see the world I get paid to see the world literally I've been to Rome and I've been to London and I've been to Austin Texas and I've been to San Diego California I've been all over the world like so many amazing places but some places that I never would have been to like I really enjoyed my time in El Paso I went to Madison Wisconsin and had some of the best pizza I've ever had in my life who would have known it's just like the travel opportunities are completely amazing you get to travel free inside the U.S. and outside the U.S. you just have to pay tax which is usually less than two hundred dollars to maybe not London because London's one of the more expensive for some reason but I can get to hear it to Paris about hundred and twenty dollars that's amazing now the con it's not all glamorous I believe in that video I said it's not all Cancun and Paris or something like that and it's not but honestly these small places if you work from mainline I'm sure some regional places are even smaller but I have some of my best memories in these small towns I had this layover in this little podunk town in Texas it was called like Midland Texas I had so much fun <laughs> so much fun and that's because of number two which is the co-workers pro number two meeting new co-workers i meet new people every day some of them i think i'm gonna be friends with for life and we never talk again but i get to meet new people every day and it's so exciting to have new co-workers that you work with they're usually like-minded people we we'll go out and we'll have fun whether they like to drink whether they don't it's just a good time to have someone that you can complain to someone that you can just they just get it when you're working with people who obviously have this job too and i think that's one of the things i really really love about this job is that I have so many amazing coworkers, you guys. I have some coworkers who are on my no-fly list. Some people who I would never want to see again. Like, <laughs> I have some sucky coworkers sometimes. I can be a sucky coworker sometimes. Sometimes I be in the mood to not be friendly. Not that I'm being mean, I just don't want to be friendly. Which, like, if I am dealing with something mentally and I only have like this much in my social battery, all of that is going into my passengers. I can be cordial. I'm not going to be ever be rude, but sometimes you just don't have it in you. And that's my version of being a so that's just my version of being a sucky coworker. Now I've had some actual sucky coworkers that just suck at their job, have a terrible attitude, rude to the passenger, like that type of stuff, write people up for absolutely no reason. There's so many reasons why you could be on my no fly list, but yeah, 
Sometimes you have sucky coworkers, just like in any other job. But another pro, you might never have to see them again. And that is absolutely amazing. Pro number three, we have a really, really flexible schedule, especially the more senior you get or the better you get with working out your schedule. Now, me, I can I can finesse anything I want out of that schedule. I do my schedule reaction videos on my channel and I'll tell y'all how bad my schedule is and I don't work any of those flights. I'll drop everything, I'll add everything, I'll swap everything. My schedule can be very, very flexible within reason. And that is another pro of this job. The con that goes along with that is it is very, very, very irregular. One, one month I can clear my schedule completely and the next it's like nothing's budging and nothing's dropping. It's just, just a really, really irregular schedule bidding wise and also life wise. Irregular meaning some days I'm up at 5 a.m. for a flight. Sometimes I don't even report until 8 p.m. It's just very, very irregular and that can really be harmful for your sleep and just keeping a schedule, your mental health, all of that. It's, the schedule can be very, very irregular. The next pro, we have very cute uniforms and grooming. Now, I don't think my airline has the best uniforms. Now, I'd be feeling like that girl when I'm in my signature dress. When I'm flight lead, I only wear that dress when I'm flight lead, I don't know why. But I feel like that girl in my uniform. I'd be feeling cute, I'd be feeling fun. But you are so sexualized, not just as a female flight attendant, but as a male flight attendant as well. And I will say this from witnessing it firsthand. I've had people be very, very creepy to me just because um, I wear a cute little outfit. Our dresses at my airline aren't even short compared to some of these other ones. We actually look kind of matronly. We look like deaconesses and deacons going to church. In my opinion, all I need is one of my big old hats, just like my grandma. I could wear my uniform to church back in Alabama. Some some uniforms aren't, they're not all created equal. So when it comes to sexualizing the uniform, I saw this one video of this man like recording this flight attendant putting a bag in the overhead bin. I think that he was a pilot. I'll put the clip on the screen if you're watching this in the YouTube form, but just creepy you get sexualized so much and then you're wearing pantyhose you'll find on any of my videos some creep asking for my pantyhose um you wearing heels passengers ask me all the time why are y'all required to wear heels and i always say sexism because in my opinion that's the reason it's a very sexualized profession cute uniforms though this kind of goes with the irregular schedule. We also get a wide variety in routine. I'm not one of those people who can do the same thing over and over and over again and feel fulfilled in my job. Like if I was to ever work in a factory or something, I would probably unalive myself. I just can't do the same monotonous thing over and over again. Just like when I was in nursing, working in the emergency department was good for me because I was doing new things. You never knew what was gonna come in. It's a lot of different stuff. It's not the same old, same old, oh you're having kidney problems let me look at this kidney like i'm lame i don't want that but so i feel like the transition from working in a high-paced environment such as a er nurse to this job really serves me well and it's good to have that variety no day is like the next day no day is like the last everything is different every single flight and that's one thing that i personally love but that comes with the con kind of of it being unpredictable though i see that as a pro some people might see it as a con because you never know my brand of anxiety 
it doesn't really bother but some people are just anxious like what if this happens what if that happens that might mean this might not be the job for you per se but this job can be very very unpredictable you have delays you have cancels you have flight attendants that suck you have passengers that suck you have pilots that suck you just have people that suck you going through Atlanta? I know you got gate agents that suck. Just kidding, Atlanta gate agents. I love most of y'all, but some of y'all be mean. Some of y'all Atlanta gate agents are mean. But I mean, it's fine. Some of us flight attendants are mean. So yeah, the job can be very, very, very unpredictable. Oh, you get to meet new passengers. Con, some of the passengers suck. So there's this recent story that I should have put in galley gossip going around where I think uh flight attendant got choked out or something crazy i'll link it below because i clearly haven't done my research on it so i don't want to speak on anything i don't know about for sure but yeah passengers can suck sometimes i love my passengers until they give me a reason not to love them i am not that bitter flight attendant i'm a very happily happy bubbly person but and i don't mean the regular oh they're complaining about the same thing they always complain about that's just that just comes with the job i mean you try to put your hands on me? That's completely different. Yeah, sometimes the passengers can really get out of line, but that's rare. Very, very, very rare. So for this next one, I'm gonna do the con first because it's gonna give a more positive spin if I say the bad thing and then end on a good thing, obviously. So we don't get paid the best. I would say as a new hire, I made maybe $60,000 in a year, which ain't bad. <laughs> which definitely ain't bad. I'm not complaining. I'm very blessed to be able to pay my bills. This is not my only source of income, so it's even better. But that's just at my airline. I work at one of the highest paying airlines and I'm at a main line instead of regional because when I was at a regional, I was barely clearing 40, I think. So yeah, big pay discrepancies there. But, but the pro to that is we have yearly raises, we have profit sharing, and at my airline at least, as long as it's within your legalities, you can pick up whenever you want. I've been off this whole week. I could have picked up a trip if I want to make more money. I already paid my bills for this month and next month, so I don't want to work. And that's another good thing about the freedom of this job. I don't want to work, so I'm not going to. As long as I can find somebody to pick up my trip or either I bid correctly, I don't have to work. And that is a huge pro when it comes to this job and to pay, because if I know I need the money, I'm gonna get that money. Next, pro. It's very easy work. Like grand scheme of things looking at this job description very very easy work we literally throw cookies at people and give them diet coke like it really can't get much easier than that here i'm here in dallas texas if someone told me that if i just gave cookies to people for three hours i could spend 24 hours in san diego california paid i would do it wouldn't you like it's easy work you guys now that's just the general gist of it. The con is it can be very taxing on your body throwing cookies at people in Diet Coke. I have back pain. I have neck pain. I have shoulder pain. I also had a large chest. So, I mean, we can blame some of it on that. But the other parts of it is because this job, I'm pushing the cart. I'm hunched over like the hunchback of Notre Dame. I'm like sitting in these jump seats. I'm sitting up. I'm laying down. My head's up. My head's down. I'm not talking in the microphone. Sorry, guys, if you're listening to this on podcast. My body's just falling apart. <laughs> I'm wearing heels. I'm wearing flats. I'm sleeping in uncomfortable beds. I'm just, it's very taxing on your body, putting bags up, putting bags down. Your personal bags do not touch passenger bags. I just don't do it. Unless you're some helpless old lady, maybe even a helpless old man. I don't discriminate. I'm not helping you with your bag. If I don't see a physical injury on you, and if you're not a UM and you're not super old, I'm not lifting your bag. I suggest you ask a passenger around you to do it because I, first off, I can't. I'm crippling in pain all the time. 
from my back pain. So yeah, I'm probably no help. I'm probably weaker than you. So yes, it's very physically taxing. Also, you have things like jet lag. Some people have altitude sickness, things like that. Really look into the harm that this job can do in your body. Hearing loss is big. Um, also wear your sunscreen. Some people like have skin problems from this job. It's definitely, 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 definitely something to consider. So it being physically taxing and the health risks are definitely something to consider. And the last one I'll say, because I think this is the one that really hit home with a lot of people. Though the pro, I have lots of free time. Like I said, I can pick up when I want. I can drop off if I want. I can spend all the time in the hotel just laying down and playing Sims if I want, watching TV, watching Netflix, going out to the beach, doing things. I have lots of free time at my job. I like, yeah, I complain about how long I work, but also I be, I have lots of time in the hotel, depending on how long my layover is and how much I work that week. A lot of time. The cons to that is it can be really lonely sometimes. Whether you're single like me, whether you suffer from depression, whether you have separation anxiety, so many things. This job can be really, really lonely. And I promise you guys in the month of September, I'm gonna be doing a full video on mental health and loneliness, anxiety, depression, all of that stuff on my YouTube channel. But this job can be very, very lonely, especially if you're not the type to go out with your crew or if you don't like your crew, if you just don't have the fortitude to do things with the crew or if they're just not into the same things you are. It's just like this job can be very lonely, especially if you don't have anyone to share it with. Going back to that first one, the travel opportunities. Yeah, I can put people on my benefits, but if they don't have a flexible job like me, they can't come. They can't just drop everything and come with me because I have a 20 hour layover in Miami. They have bills to pay too. So yeah, you guys, that was the last thing. So we're just gonna wrap this up with a quick flight attendant tip of the day. And then I'll be done with my very first podcast episode. Okay, our last segment, the flight attendant tip of the day. Always, 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 unless you wanna be like me in the story that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, always set your alarm on your phone and on your work device. Then you have two alarms. Even though I do not think they gave me an international wake up call, it doesn't matter. I should have personally set an alarm on my phone. So that is the tip of the day. Set your alarm on your phone and a backup device. Always, always, always. And that is it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode or watching it on YouTube. I really appreciate it. Go ahead and give me five stars and like this video if you're watching. Subscribe to my channel. Um, follow me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Please share this around with your flight attendant friends and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.